Welcome to the Muddy Waters of Freedom with your hosts, Matt Wright and Mohammed Shaker. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Muhammad Cameron Fry Shaker, I am Matt Ferris Bueller Wright. And together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. You have no idea who that is, do you? No. Wow. I'm sure, I'm assuming that's like a shout out for our older generation. That is a shout out for, no, that is a shout out for the cooler generation. And uh, for anybody out there who knows that, good for you, you were raised correctly. Because you are so Cameron Fry. Or hey, can we borrow your nineteen eighty? Can, can, <laughs> can we borrow your dad's Ferrari and take it on a day trip around Chicago? No, nothing, nothing. We can go to a Cubs game. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my God, the sausage king of Chicago. I don't like Chicago. I like Chicago fully loaded hot dogs. What if I started singing Donka Shane? On a parade float. Nothing? Nope. Dankeschön. That means thank you in it, German. It does. It does. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, Jesus. All right. So, time to tell us young people what that is. It's Ferris Bueller's Day Off, man. Oh, i never seen that. <laughs> Dan Quayle's favorite movie. Yeah. i uh, never seen it. I'm not cool enough. Apparently. See, I actually always heard good things about it. Just never see, seen it. you you are a Cameron. <laughs> sure, <laughs> right? You are absolutely a Cameron. Uh, First and foremost, let's uh, thank uh, Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava we'll be drinking <laughs> on today's show. Yes, thank you, Low Tide. <laughs> thank you, Justin. I'm assuming. Yes, Bula. Bula. Yes, Frank. Today we ben, can get Ben's fucked up on Kava. Ben, <laughs> I just ruined ben, our radio spot. Already. Immediately dead. Uh, ben Stein was also in that movie. You ever hear people... Bueller? Bueller? No. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's yes. Ben Stein and okay. Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Now that you have a reference it's, point. Because I remember seeing it. I had to ask about that. I saw a meme. Abe Froman. That's like Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. Yeah. No, I, I, saw, I'd get I that. saw the meme that was like... Go to spa, go to Starbucks, order a coffee, and give them the name Bueller, and just never answer. Yeah. <laughs> Bueller, Bueller, yeah. anyone? Bueller. <laughs> Great movie, love that movie. Watch that movie like once a year. But yes, last night I was sitting there watching TV, and I went, I don't know why. I was just like, man, he is. Muhammad's just like Cameron Fry to my Ferris Bueller. I went, yes. I've just never seen it, but I don't know who that is, so I yeah. can't understand the, what but you're saying. I, but, right. But I also wanted to do that because then there's also Sloane Peterson, who is the female counterpart to Ferris Bueller and Cameron Fry, which is my way of introducing somebody who's not here today. <laughs> But we hired somebody new. You spent all night to come up with this. Oh, joke you to have no idea to segue in. her in. Yes, actually, it took me about fifteen minutes. But <laughs> uh, 
we hired a new editor in chief and a regular contributor to the show. Yeah, something we haven't had. Who uh, she's going to be? Our Sloan Peterson. I'm going to get her out of school. We're going to. It's going to be fun. Yeah, hopefully you guys get what he's saying. <laughs> if you haven't seen Ferris Bueller, go go watch it. Like you can listen to us on SoundCloud later. Like go watch Ferris Bueller, people. <laughs> Um, but yes, we would definitely like to welcome Taylor Anderson, Taylor Sloan Peterson Anderson to the show. <laughs> yep. She, she'll probably be on next time yes. because we should have it all figured out. She was a little busy today. She was, I mean, a lot of people are busy today, which I understand because this used to be the greatest day of the year for me. Mm-hmm. If, if, yeah, if this was me four years ago, this show would be happening either yesterday or tomorrow. Yeah, because I, either that or we'd just be getting drunk on the air. I mean, we're getting drunk today on Cabo. We have we're we're getting bullied. Um but yes, we uh, yeah. So I understand when people were like, uh, "Does it have to?" I said, you know, tomorrow's. I was like, "Yeah, it's Casey Ryan Plot's birthday. Who doesn't know that?" Yeah, <laughs> everybody celebrates. Um, but yeah, so. We we uh, would like to officially welcome her to the Muddied Waters staff. So let's give her a uh, quick bula. 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 That's for you, Tay. Liver Tay. Yep. She's a friend of mine from Young Americans for Liberty. She is a, I think she's still a Young Americans for Liberty state chair. That's what I used to do before I started the show. Um, Basically... It's a libertarian student organization on college campuses. She can't join us today, but we're trying. We're finally going to figure out through her help how to um, get how to use the, our OBS software to split screen, you know, Skype calls and other stuff like that into the the uh, Facebook feed. So when we have uh, interviewees in the future, which a lot of you guys have listened to but never seen, you actually get to actually see them this time. And whenever she comes on, you get to see her pretty face. So it should be a good time. Yes, which I understand why you don't want to tune in to see our face. Well, Muhammad's face. And uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Got a face for radio. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Anyway, I, I, I'm okay with that, man. Yeah, I mean, no, don't. I fucking looked like a badass a few years ago, so that's all that fucking matters. I uh, know. You looked like a pale 15 Obama. Jumps, 15, 16 jumps. You looked like a pale Obama. Mm-hmm. You, you were... Let's remember that. 16 jumps. 16... Death from above. Yep. Yep. But never in combat. Battle of the Bulge. No. You remember that? December 23rd, 1944. I was like, no, I don't a remember. private. I forget his name. And uh, there's an armored division retreating, and the private uh, is advancing, and the tankers are retreating and the paratrooper says he's from the uh first uh parachute infantry gliders uh three well first battalion 325th parachute infantry regiment uh and um whatchamacallit so as the tankers were retreating he says hey you need somewhere safe to be and the tanker's like yeah and the paratrooper says to the tanker well, pull up behind me, because I'm the 82nd Airborne, and this is as far as the bastards are going. Just a little bit of history for you on the greatness of the 82nd Airborne. And fun little history lesson to start off the day. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And um, we're all like that. Eh. We're all of, it, all of us are like that. See, so, like, I know that uh, Casey Martin is definitely like that. Oh, definitely. 100%. Casey Martin, if ever 
some shit's about to go down and <laughs> Casey's around, I'm going to feel safe. Yeah, me too. 100. If you're there, I'm going to be like... They're just going to tickle him, and it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to scream like a four-year-old, yeah. raise his hands like he's Kermit the Frog excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so uh, d- this past week, uh, I watched, because I always talk about the shit that I watch. Um, this past week, I watched uh, the Amazon show Sneaky Pete. Yeah. Have you seen slash heard of? No. Okay, so it's got Giovanni Ribisi in it who I liked ever since the Wonder Years. I'm just going to give you this before you make the old joke. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. You made the old joke last night. Last night? Yeah. I remember what movie it is that you saw in the theaters, and somebody had told you, so you had made the same joke about yourself, because people had said you had seen whatever movie that was in the theaters. Even Sean was like, well, yeah, because you're old. And but then he had seen it. In the, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. He had seen it but in the theater. I, yeah. <laughs> what movie was that? I don't remember what you guys were talking about. I don't either. I, I yeah, I don't remember what movie that was. But yeah, I was like, yeah, I saw that movie in the theater. He's like, you're old. I said, you saw it in the theater. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I watched Sneaky Pete. I watched this entire series in two days. Uh, it's about it's got Giovanni Ribisi, and the first season has uh, Walter White. And Walter White's the main bad guy. Walter White's uh, the. Uh, Are you talk about the character name of the actor that you can't Brian recall? Cranston. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't think you would know it. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> uh, Brian Cranston is actually uh, the executive producer of that show. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. Like I just like con men. Every time I watch a con men show, I want to pull off a really great con. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just like start planning it. I'm like, okay, who who's my mark? Who am I going to go pretend to? Do something, and you make fun of me when I say I'm a normal guy that could own a drug empire. You can't. I can. No, you can't. You wouldn't know. No, nobody would know. (laughs) Exactly. Just saying you can't. It's proof enough that I can. Yeah. That's like Walter White, fucking high school teacher. True. Hundred percent true. And he he had lung cancer. I'm getting mouth cancer. Saw the Copenhagen wintergreen long cut. Yeah, I know I, it's gonna happen. I'm okay with it. It's gonna fucking happen. I know you're it's gonna, okay when you when you start dropping teeth on the air. No, if teeth start falling, I'm gonna <laughs> go up to the skyway. <laughs> oh, it's time for me to go. <laughs> Goodbye, right. beautiful world. Thank God you don't say that about your hair. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna look like a fucking badass with my hair falling out. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm okay with it now. I was thinking about all the people that are balding or bald. All the, all of them are fucking badasses. My dad, fucking. I'll, g- I'll give it to your dad. Yeah, <laughs> he terrifies me. <laughs> yeah, my dad and like completely bald people like you know Bruce Willis, Patrick Stewart, Bruce Willis, and yeah. I was like, hey, Michael Jordan, my hair falling out and me getting the devil horns like. I'm gonna be fucking badass. We're gonna be like, damn, this guy's fucking hiding a gun. He's gonna, he's he's he probably has somebody in the trunk of his car right now. <laughs> um, and I might, you might, but you need to be careful saying shit like that uh, on the air because if Jeff Sessions gets his way, mm-hmm. uh, you will be able to be committed by people involuntarily. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. How'd you like that segue? <laughs> Bad. <laughs> yeah. It's the best you gave me. Uh, 
But yeah, so Jeff Sessions uh, came out today. Was that today or yesterday? Yeah, it came out today. Okay, yeah, he came out today and he said uh, that he would like to see that, or he supports a plan in which people can involuntarily be committed. Be but here's what I don't by, understand. By the community, right? Like anybody in the community can do it? Basically, yeah. Yeah, that's what, okay. And I believe part of it was to help stem with like gun violence. But obviously I have a big issue with that because of my own personal experience that because we've talked about like three times now. Because you've been un- involuntarily committed. Yeah. And actually, and aside from that, it's the same shit we've talked about where you can fucking make anybody now a fucking mentally ill person. Right. And imprison them, basically. And I don't believe in that. No. No, not even a little bit. No. And there's no way... You know, these are the same people that were whining and complaining. Jeff Sessions is being like the liberals that were whining and complaining about Donald Trump's mental fit fitness. Yeah. And they were like, oh, all these, uh, all these uh, psychologists have been... Uh, observing Donald Trump and they think they think he's a little whoop up here and I'm just like they haven't seen him they're just watching him from a distance right. that's not how you do a proper assessment definitely physically or mentally also from personal experience like you always have you know so I'm just and then uh, you know the White House doctor gave him a clean bill of health and everybody started saying that he was in on it and then everybody was like that's Obama's doctor, too. Like right. It's, yeah. There's nothing political about the fucking doctor, right. the, Or the military. The doctor is just doing his doctor job. Mm-hmm. He's being all doctory, mm-hmm. and that's that's pretty much, yeah. But yeah, you can't. It, it's a dumb plan. Mm-hmm. It's a dumb idea. But I mean, of course. But so here in the Sunshine State, you know, uh, we had that gun law. That just uh, got passed last week. Uh, that the 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 famous Democrat governor Rick Scott signed. Yeah. Um, in which uh, the same thing can happen, sort of. But we had the very first case. We had the very first case. Uh, I, I think it was it was either today or yesterday. I was just tagged in it right, like literally right before the show. Uh, that a guy in Broward County. In a place called Lighthouse Point, which is where I went to go speak. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's where I went to go speak. Um, About Kratom and designer drugs, right? uh, No, I did uh, Kava down there. Oh, Kava. Yeah, I talked about Kava down there. Um, But but it was in Lighthouse Point. A guy who was 56 years old had all of his weapons and ammo taken away because people were worried. And uh, people were worried that he may do something wrong. And then he was Baker acted for three days. And now he can't get his weapons back and he can't try to purchase a gun. So they they seized his weapons. Yeah. And he hasn't done anything wrong. It's just somebody was worried about him. And now he can't get his weapons back. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish I would have had this pulled up, but I didn't know that we're going to talk about this because you're the one that heard about it. Um, But. Um, whatchamacallit. Oh, uh, after I, I'd been through my Florida Baker Act, uh, issue last year, 
I remember looking up some information about it because I was obviously very pissed off. <laughs> obviously, I was very pissed off. Everybody remembers no. that situation. You were not. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't pissed. And um, Florida, and I know I'm repeating this actually, but it's worth repeating for the show, especially because it uh, it's connected to what you're talking about. Florida is one of, if not the worst states when it comes to involuntary, involuntarily committing somebody to psychiatric uh, observation. Yeah. One of the worst. I, th- I believe the statistic, I don't want to make this number up, but it's one every three minutes. It's in the whole state. Of people getting Baker-acted? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. Like, I understand that this is Florida and we're filled. Like, we, okay, we're, we're more. If to... not, it's, uh, hold on. I'm, I'm wrong about that. Okay. I was like, that's. One every hour. But that's still a lot. That's, I mean, there still. are not that many people that need to be fucking Baker acted. No. 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 Absolutely, absolutely not. No, that's insane. Yeah. And if it was one every three minutes, I would be like, we, the yeah, hospitals I, I, we I thought about, need. like I said, I haven't seen the statistic in a while, but I can pull it up. That'd as be we 20, talk and 20 people it. an hour. Yeah. I can correct that by in a little bit as we're talking. 480 people a day. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> We'd, we'd eventually be out of, like... But, you know, they do that. Like, like again, I mentioned this last time when I used to work at St. Anthony's and I'd see St. Pete Police would bring in a homeless guy that has um, has a chronic mental health issue that has nothing to do with him being a danger to himself or anybody else. They'll Baker Act him because they don't want to deal with him and they'll let us deal with it. Like, it's somebody that could be bipolar or has schizophrenia or 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 something like that you know or right they'll bring them in and baker act them they have that power they'll just baker act them and baker acting should be for if you are a danger to yourself or others they'll just a guy exposes himself pissing in the middle of the street yeah wrong but he has a mental health issue a long-term one but they don't want to deal with it so they don't they know what to do. Him. Yeah, so, so they just Baker Act. Yeah, Baker Act them. It's off their hands. It's in our hands now. Right. Also, that raises like the costs of mental health and hospital cares across the state and the rest of the country, really, because every state has its own version of the Baker Act law. Right. right. So it's crazy. Uh, yeah. No, that's insane. Huh. Anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, but Illinois is it Illinois? I'm gonna say it's Illinois. Uh, Illinois has a bill on the table right now, today, uh, that they're going to be voting on very soon if they haven't voted on it yet, in which you must be 21 to own a firearm. Oh, yeah. Or you have to turn it in? Or you have I to. Thought, I think that already passed. I don't. Did it pass? I believe it already passed. And I could be wrong about that. All right. We'll talk more. So and if it's not, if it hasn't passed, you're right. It is on the table. But I believe yesterday... I read that they did pass that law, and you, if you're under that age, you have about, what is it, 90 days? I think, uh, yeah, it's either 90 days or 30 days to... No, 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 it's not 30. 90 days to to turn your weapons in. Or they're going to come and take them. Whatever that means. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the hell that means. I don't don't know what that means either, but, I mean, it sounds a lot like uh, they're coming to take your weapons. Yeah. You know, the thing that they keep saying they're not going to try to do, that's what it sounds like they're getting ready to do. And it's like, oh, they're coming to take your weapons. I, it doesn't really 
It doesn't really matter. Yeah. I don't remember who I saw posted that. So yeah, no, nah, it's all right. Uh, but yeah, so it it they the the liberals keep saying that they're not here to take our weapons. They don't want to take our weapons yet. They're slowly working on it to take the weapons. Yeah. Like passing bill after bill. Like, you know, oh, well, if they, uh, if somebody, if anybody, if somebody in your community thinks that you are insane, we're going to come in and take your weapons away from you just because we feel as though you might be a danger to them or to us. Um, and, you know, or if you're under 21 and you legally purchase them at some point, well, sorry, you can't have those now. So we're just going to come and we're just going to take those from you. And it doesn't matter. It, yeah. like, it, if like uh, somebody just asked if uh, they're going to collect guns from gangs on Chicago's south side. No, be- <laughs> no, they're not because they don't know they have those weapons. They're only going to be taking those weapons from people who bought them legally. I just want to say that. At the moment, I can't find it, but if you want to know the resource, I remember reading it on. It's cchrflorida.org, and that's Citizens' Commissions on Human Rights. Uh, It's the watchdog investigating and exposing psychiatric human rights violation in Florida. There's literally an organization that's a watchdog over psychiatric abuse Law, psychiatric laws abuse in Florida. Right. CCHRflorida.org. And that's where I remember reading a statistic that was like one an hour or some shit like that. Um, but anyways. Right. No, they're not. <laughs> right. They're not going to take the, the gang guns. Right. No, they're not going to take the gang guns. Um, but yeah, so what... Okay, so yesterday, you and I... You and I and uh, our dear friend Michael Murray were having a really great conversation mm. at like 2 a.m. Yeah. Um, and we were talking, which we'll get into this part. Actually, we can start talking about this now. But so we were talking about what we'll go into in a little bit, the uh, walk up, not out movement. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. So and he was saying that or Michael was saying that he had a friend. He had a friend in high school who had an Instagram account with like 25,000 followers and people would pay him to promotions to do promotions. And that was kind of his job. And then somebody got mad at him and she had her for she and all of her friends like reported his profile to Instagram and they deleted it. And like, he didn't ever talk to the people, anything like that, Mm -hmm. but they just did that, took away his profile and then he couldn't, he couldn't get it back up and he ended up losing Mm-hmm. that stream of income mm-hmm. right like the adult version of that is my neighbor over there i know has weapons i don't like that i'm gonna report him crazy and have him taken away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah like and yeah like just i mean bowling for soup fucking said it like high school never ends like yeah you know it's just it keeps going and You've got the same stuff that goes on during high school now happens as adults. Yeah. Like it's just, it's, it's a never ending cycle that's going on. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's, um, a lot of that stuff can be stopped, um, in high school and middle school, um, referencing that post I made, uh, the uh, walk up, not out thing. Um, and I was actually just talking to my friend about it. So like, 
the psyche. They're, they're coming for us, do you hear? Yeah, but they can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're sirens. I know. I just don't think the listeners can hear that. If I can hear it through here, they can. Oh, can you? Yeah. Oh, disregard. <laughs> but yeah, so like I had shared this picture, you know, and it got some people riled up. And it was walk up, not out, national school, walk up day. And it's like, what can you do? And it was like four bullet points. Walk up to the kid who sits alone and ask him to join your group. Walk up to the kid who never has a volunteer partner and offer to be hers or his. Walk up to your teacher and thank them. Walk up to someone and just be nice. And um, if you look at like the psychological development of people, that takes it takes a long time for, for that to, to happen. I think I saw that it can take upwards of 25 years old for a human being, I believe of the male variety, to be fully developed uh, with all their cognitive abilities, dis- decision-making, frontal lobe, all that stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, some and some people were like really mad at this. They're like, being nice doesn't work. My dick. Being nice doesn't help you. Doesn't make your dick work. <laughs> That's weird. That's normally what gets mine to work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. I mean. Yeah. Like that. Okay. So. So. Uh, the, the. I was so flabbergasted, obviously, by uh, the arguments that people were making about people saying this is stupid. Yeah. They were saying this is victim shaming. No, it's not. No, it's not. And do you know how it's not victim shaming? They aren't victims. That's that's the, that's a two-part answer I gave to a person. You know, I was like, what are they victims of? Nothing we're, has... ta- we're talking about the the whole like school system right now. They are not victims of anything. Except they are not for being in the school system. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you're going to say that everybody right now that did the walkout was a victim of the Parkland shooting. That right. makes no fucking sense. No, and the other, uh, the other thing. Fuck, what was the other thing? Um, they are not victims, and I don't remember what else I told him. Oh, and and then I said, you know why that? Well, you know why I'm not victim shaming? Because I'm the one that made the post, and I'm telling you right now that I'm not victim shaming anybody or blaming anybody. I'm saying this is something that's important to do and it's a good alternative than to simply only ever talk. Because whether gun control happens or not, we should talk about being nice. It does work. That's bullshit to claim that being nice doesn't work. And it's bullshit to say that, that it's never worked. Because can you honestly... Look at how, first of all, adults act with each other and how young, and then look at middle school and high school. People are not nice to each other. People bully each other a lot. So, no, you, it may be an idea that we talk about to be nice, but no one's applying it. And this stuff really starts mainly at, at home to begin with. 100%. And then, yeah, but then, like, when it comes to school, it's not really being applied. People are assholes to each other. You look at the prominence of World Star and other similar websites, and the culture behind uh, being excited over and glorifying school fights and bullying, 
a lot of it being bullying you know i've seen all kinds of fights are fights in my opinion if it's like it's two people that are mad at each other i don't count that i don't count two people being mad at each other getting into a fight i'm talking fights where like one person's getting bullied or it's not a fight but somebody's being bullied even teachers get bullied. That's why I like that one point about walking up and hanging your teacher. I've seen you. I've seen so many videos where people are being assholes to their teachers. Yeah, that's so. That's wrong. And if if, if the concept of be nice and talk to people works for a developed adult like me that's dealt with depression, anxiety, and suicide, if that's what it took for me, then how the fuck does that not apply to our younger? children and teenagers that makes no sense it's that's always the case talk to somebody you know talk to the veterans you know make sure they know that you're there make them you know whatever right so it's stupid to say shit like it doesn't work no it works somebody even said that i remember what this person said it could cause somebody to if you walk up and talk to somebody it can cause them to shoot what how does talking to somebody cause them to shoot that's wrong that's the opposite of what that will happen okay well i mean i guess that kind of does depend on what you say to the person no of course but i mean yeah if you're just walking up and being like hey can i join you for lunch or hey uh you know we're gonna go play basketball after school and I don't know if you play but if you want to you know yeah come on or you know we're gonna go play whatever Mm -hmm. stupid video game yeah you play now uh i don't know because uh, you know whatever uh we're gonna go see a movie whatever like if you say something like that they're probably not gonna like exactly they're probably not gonna be like oh well did you just invite me to go see a ryan reynolds movie bang like that's not gonna happen no no, no. if it's a katherine heigl movie and, maybe. The, and the sad thing is and this is not ev well it's a lot of them it's not everybody that's a liberal, but these are liberals that are talking to me like this. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm the guy that's for, for guns and I'm the guy that was trained to kill, you know, at one point in my life. And I'm the one that's talking about being nice. Right. And the importance of it. That's a little fucking weird where I'm the one like doing that. And I'm saying how important it is. And they're saying it isn't. It makes absolutely no sense. But, and then the other thing this person was saying, well, oh, you're saying we should be fake. Right. Well, a few people said that. You're a saying few, we yeah, should be fake. A few people what said What the that. fuck? Did, how did you get that out of anything that, that this post was saying or that I was saying? And then one other guy was saying, well, if you come up to me, uh, you know, you're being fake. And I'm just like, what? Do you go through your life assuming everybody being nice strangers to coming up to you are fake right then how the fuck do you make any friends to begin with everybody's a fucking stranger until you talk to them and become friends right everybody so no and that's, most that's bullshit yeah and you and know, they know it's bullshit strange. yeah it is it's it's so stupid it's you know it, it so much of what's going on today it has just become insane we we live in a victimhood society where everybody believes that somebody out there is either trying to wrong them or has wronged them. And you get the people who are like, oh, I hope that one day I get all the breaks that you get. Or, oh, well, look, why can't I be one of the popular kids? Or, oh, why don't I have as many friends as you? Or, oh, you know, one day maybe I'll have people who want me to work on these projects kind of things with them, you know, Oh, woe is me. Why me? Blah, blah, you know, wah. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody has that. And it's like, yeah, not everybody is a victim. People make themselves into victims. Exactly. Um, people make themselves into victims and you get the, you have this issue where if as at, at starting at a young age, and I understand that high school is never going to change. Like it's never really truly going to change. But if you can get a few, a few kids, you just need a few kids to be able to change. And if they start going around and talking to the, you know, to the kid that's sitting by himself or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. and, you know, they invite him to come hang out and, you know, that could change. Yeah. And, everything. That, and that's what I'm teaching my kids, man. Like when I have them, you know, like the people saying that this isn't going to work, you know what? If you have kids, you know, and your kids, because you did not enforce and teach them the importance of other people's life and how to be nice. I hope my kids are there to talk to that quiet person that no one's talking to. Right. I goddamn hope so. You know, and there's that video uh, that that they put out after. And I think this was put out. By a group that I don't know, I don't remember if they had anything to do with being anti or pro guns, but this video came out. You can look it up. Just look up uh, Sandy Hook gun ad video. It's like two and a half minutes, and it shows like in a school. It just shows a bunch of kids throughout the school, different parts of the school, different kids doing different things, and then suddenly a kid gets up and starts shooting, and then it, the video says. Did you see the warning signs? And then it goes back to the video and it shows you, it kind of like uh, blurs out everything else around the warning signs. One of that, one of it was like a, a kid scrolling through Instagram and one of the kids uh, had shared a picture of him with his guns on Instagram. Not that sharing your picture on guns on Instagram alone is the issue because there was other stuff that was happening with that kid and nobody paid attention. Right. You know? And that's the thing. If you don't, if 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 these people get pushed to the point that they that that they think they're not worth it, they they think they are not worth it, and because of that, they think nobody else is worth it either. So they fucking start shooting. Right. And one thing that our friend Skyler had told me, and I didn't know about this at all, the Columbine shooter had. Did not shoot the kids that were nice to him. Yeah. I did not know that. Nope. The Columbine shooter, you the, know. Okay, so there were two shooters at Columbine. Okay, well, one one of them. I, 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 I don't think either of them did. Did I what? Shot some people that were nice to him. Oh, okay. Then maybe. Yeah, I think they had a plan on who they wanted. Yeah, yeah. And she said that, like, this guy, the, these, these guys or this guy, whatever, went around you know calming and telling like thanking the ones that were nice to them before they shot everybody else that they were going to shoot yeah um so, but this see the thing is by that point it was too late these guys were already done with whatever the fuck was going on they were done so imagine if like more people had paid attention and been nice to them that's not victim blaming that's saying be fucking nice because you should be fucking nice without being fake right you don't have to be fake to be nice you'd be nice because you're fucking nice I, I, man, I can't believe I'm about to reference this. Hmm. So, long time ago, Dan Cook. 
Dan Cook put out a stand-up, and then he was like, he's like, we all got that one guy at work, Toby, I think was his name, I don't remember. He's like, it's always named Toby. You know, you know he kind of smells weird. He's always eating, like, a Snickers bar. You just know that one day he's going to walk in, just shoot up the entire place. You everybody, you all make fun of that guy, don't you? And he's like, I don't, I bring that guy a Snickers yeah. every day. Bring him a Snickers. Why? Because when he starts kicking in doors and just <laughs> and gets to my door, kicks in, he looks at me and he goes, thanks for the Snickers and just keeps going. <laughs> thanks for the Snickers. This is basic psychology. I don't know how people don't get it. Right. And I'm not even the biggest psychology guy. <laughs> But first of all, I can't believe I just referenced Dan Cook on our show. <laughs> Second, yeah, like it's not that hard. Like you just, to the best of my knowledge, mm-hmm. to the best of my knowledge, and I could be wrong here. And if anybody from my high school is watching this, which I don't think you do, uh, but if any of you are and I am wrong, private message me and let me know. But I'm pretty certain I was pretty nice to people throughout high school. Actually, I just tried to keep to myself and hang out with like my group of friends. Mm -hmm. But like, I didn't like, yeah, that's how I was. Yeah. I didn't like make fun of anybody or pick on anybody. Yeah. 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 Best of my memory. I did not do that. Um, mainly because I was really small and I probably would have gotten my (laughs) ass kicked. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't remember ever being like super mean or anything to anybody. And I, and I never had like, yeah, I had problems throughout high school. We all had problems throughout high school, but I never had like any issue that was that grave. You know, like yeah, I never, I never yeah. got into a fight. I never, you know, yeah. had anybody like tell me that they hated me. Yeah. You know, I didn't even date in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My first kiss till senior year. I can see that. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh yeah it's just it's not hard to be nice to people yeah and if you know whether we need actual gun control or not the concept still applies because they're gonna fucking grab a knife instead right idiots right you know like i don't fucking get how people don't see that fine take away the guns he's gonna fucking grab a knife what the fuck right like then he's gonna be stabbing people what's the difference that's why it's important to talk about being nice it's I'm so I like I'm baffled that we have to like explain why being nice is so important and proper thing to teach our kids. Like, really? I almost hope some of these people don't have kids if that's how if that's if they're not going to raise their kids properly right. with all due respect. It's important to teach your kids to be nice and to respect others. And if they're not going to do that, I almost hope some of these people that believe so don't have kids because your kids are going to be a problem. Yeah. Or they may cause problems. They may be the ones being assholes. You know, that's that that is what ends up happening, because either if, if you're if you're not teaching, if you're not raising your kids right on being nice and respecting people, either they're going to ignore the quiet ones or good. They're going to be the ones beating up on the quiet ones. Right. Either or, you know. Yeah, it's. It's, it's it's just okay, and one it, it's so bizarre to me because the people who are like that's victim shaming, don't blame the victims. Or well, one they're wrong because those aren't victims. They are not. You are not blaming victims here. Like you feel bad for the victims. You feel bad for the seventeen that died, mm-hmm. right? You feel bad for the survivors. You feel bad for the survivors. Yeah, but the people that that is going to of the 
students who were forced to walk out of class by their teachers, uh, you know, like all those people, um, it was, it's, they aren't victims. I mean, they, they're victims of the public school system, but I mean, they aren't victims of any sort of mass shooting or, you know, school shooting or anything like that because there hasn't been one there yet. All the, you know, it's like preventative care, you know, it's like, you don't go to, you go to the doctor to, to try to stop from getting, you're supposed to go to the doctor to stop from trying to getting sick. None of us do it. Um, we go when we are sick, but like, you know, you it's like changing the oil on your car, rotating the tires, you know, making sure your fluids are full. You're right. You do all of this stuff to make sure that your car has less problems later. Yeah. Being nice to people is preventative care for everything. Mm-hmm. Like, because if you're nice to people, then less bad shit is going to happen. And it's the right thing to do. Even if you're like a goddamn socialist and that's the system you believe we should be living under. You should ex- you should want everybody to be nice to each other because if socialism is the right fucking system, then you're going to need everybody to be nice to each other and care about everybody in order for them to fucking share these scarce resources that you you know want to happen. Otherwise, how the fuck do you expect that to happen if you're going to That's why I don't get it. That's why I don't get it. I'm like, okay, so you you're 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 somebody that believes everybody needs to be nice and and socialism is the thing we need to be doing or some some level of socialism a lot of democratic socialists especially today and you you don't think it's important to teach people to be nice and how do you expect these people once they become adults to not take over that system like stalin did when you know after the bolshevik revolution and right. all that you know because yeah, man because oh, a lot of the co- see a, a lot of the communists we're, uh, yeah i was gonna say we're about to go on, off on a huge tangent and i don't care i'm totally fine with this because i've wanted to say this for so Freaking yeah. long. I just wanted to get a commie on here before we said it, but whatever. Like everybody's like, "Oh, real communist." Hang on, let me. Mm-hmm. I, got, I want to do my communist voice. Real communism hasn't been tried yet. We need real communism. Real communism hasn't been tried yet, and uh, it's like, yeah, okay. In what way has real communism not been tried? Because real communism, they everybody just shares and blah blah blah, and you don't have the evil overlords who are doing the evil shit that the evil overlords do in the communist. And it's, it's like, okay, let's say that America today, we held a vote today on St. Patrick's day for whatever the fuck reason we held a vote. And it turned out, it turned out that, uh, we'll say it's a landslide 62%, 62%. That's a landslide. 62% of the people in America voted for America to become communist. And it was like, well, 62% of the people want it. We're going to be communist now. 38% had to do math in my head. 38% of the people, you were going to have to say, sorry, you just lost all of your land, all of your money. It's all going into the pool. How are you going to get that from? You think they're going to give it to you voluntarily? It's not, it's not going to happen. You are going to have to use violence. You're going to have to use the military. You're going to have to use the police state that you guys talk so badly about, Mm -hmm. which I agree with. Don't get me wrong. I do think that we have a terrible police state, Mm -hmm. but you're going to have to use all of that to get the money, the guns, the land, the food, whatever, all of it from these people, because they aren't giving it up easy. 
And then you're going to have to put them into the work camps mm -hmm. and the gulags or internment camps or whatever you want to call it, depending on which country you're from. And you then have become one of the evil communist overlords everybody talks shit about. Well, yeah. So, I mean, there's just... There is no way for quote unquote real communism to be tried because real communism incites violence. From, it has to. From the very beginning. Even they admit it. Yeah, from the very you beginning. You have to have violent revolution. They admit it. Yeah. But then they act like. I don't know how they act like that. It's somehow. It's violence, but it's not going to lead to violence. That shit right. makes no sense. Right. It's violence. Is, oh, don't worry. In the end, it's going to be a utopia. No, it's not. Because you're showing violence, people are going to be mad. Like. It's the same theory, like, okay, so let's say we voted and my, my dad got taken, right? Because, you know, obviously he's not giving up his stuff. <laughs> so he, he gets taken, right? Well, okay, the government just took my dad. Well, fuck you. I'm coming after you. Mm -hmm. Like, and I understand I'm just one guy, but I'm coming after you. But you're going to have to kill the podcast. You're going to have to, you're going to end up having to kill me yeah. because I will do whatever I can to make sure that I would do everything in my power to stop that from happening to anybody else's dad. Mm -hmm. And you're, you, and then, you know, I, you know, I end up getting taken, I end up getting killed. And then my w wonderful co-host is like, Oh, they just killed my co-host and my chance at stardom. And, you know, fame and riches in this communist utopia. I wouldn't come for you. What's that? I wouldn't come for you. Wow. Because what I would do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, here's what I would do. I would tell you before that even happens is, hey, it sucks what happened to your dad and my dad. <laughs> <laughs> All of our friends' dads. Yeah. <laughs> We start making copies of uh, the now illegal animal farm. <laughs> the Giver, you know, cop cop copies of the movie Divergent, uh, <laughs> Hunger Games, uh, The Giver. What other anti or whatever? What other commie? Just dystopian books and movies, you know, and then like in secret we're like, there's an underground thing and we're screening the movies and like passing the books out. And then the fucking freedom fighters come out and our names would be etched in history as the fucking leaders of the Liberty revolution. I like it. It's going to be badass. But no matter what, like you're going to get, you're going to get the blowback and then, you know, more people are going to be fighting. And it, I mean, it's exactly. Yeah. I was joking. I, know, I understand. But it, I mean, it's, it's the same theory of us going over to the Middle East and constantly attacking. Like, yeah, we're blowing up these places in, you know, for democracy or whatever. And, but you're killing people. Kids are getting pissed off. And then they're like, well, fuck America. Now we want to fight America. And so, you know, it just continually perpetuates the cycle over and over and over again. Communism will not work anywhere ever. It, okay. That's not true. It will work in very small communities where everybody in that community agrees to live that way in that particular community. And if somebody doesn't like it, they throw them out. Only way you can do it. 100% mm -hmm. only way you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I learned that from Hans Hermann Hoppe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, only way that communism could ever work is in that this sort of small community. Yeah. Other than that, no, and it I will not work. I watched a video um, where Dr. Murray Rothbard, I don't remember what the video fully was about, but 
in the video he was talking about how in all the communist revolutions the violence aside the first wave of revolutionaries are true believers yes and it would work for that generation the thing is the next generation are not true believers and they're into the system now that's that they're living into and they start taking advantage and control of the system that they're in um which i thought was really interesting um Stalin being, yeah, part of the revolution, but not the original revolutionary thinker that he was. Stalin just, he did just take over from the communists and get rid of all the other uh, true believers. And that's what happened in all of them. And that's what hap- that's what is going to end up happening every single time you have some kind of communist revolution is the first generation are true believers. Violence aside, if you want to do that. Violence aside, the the generations after the true believers are not. And they're just going to take advantage of that system. And that's how you get those dictatorships. Right. You know, those authoritarian regimes. But we were talking about guns, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got there. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, I, like the, it, we know so many people who are... Well, you know, they're not socialists. They're democratic socialists because that's fucking different. Um, you know, and like I've got friends who are full-fledged, admittedly communists. You know, and whatever, I don't care. Like, I'm friends with everybody. Fine with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care. Um, but, like, that has bothered me because there is no way for... Like, anytime somebody's like, but that's not real communism. What? How, yeah. how do you expect it to work? The man? funniest thing I saw was the difference between Nazis and communists is Nazis don't tell you that real Nazism wasn't tried. Right. You know? Little, another little piece of history since you guys know that I love history. You love history? Yeah. Weird. Before World War II started, when Hitler was trying to take. Uh, all the German lands that were taken from Germany sort of illegally during, you know, the Treaty of Versailles. Um, the So Stalin and Hitler both had, uh, through their ambassadors, um, signed a treaty called the Molotov-Ribbentrop uh, Pact. And this was the pact that started the invasion of Poland. Uh, when they were going to go into, they wanted to take the city of Danzig mainly, but he ended up taking the whole thing. People don't re- people don't know this for some reason, but the Soviet Union invaded Poland during World War Two. They together invaded Poland, right? And people seem to ignore that. Like the communists invaded Poland with the Nazis, and you want to tell me they're good guys? The only reason they, that, that the Soviet Union ended fighting on the side of the Allies was because Hitler decided to invade Russia. Otherwise, they didn't give a fucking shit what Hitler was doing. And you want to act like they're the good guys. No, they're not. They're accomplices. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But yeah. Um, a few of the, uh, so back to the guns. A few of the other statistics... I, I was looking through some statistics that I had remembered. One of them is a little iffy from what I've seen. 
But then again, people are not reading or looking into the stuff that I've posted. And I can't hold hands. I'm not, I'm not saying that with any disrespect, but I can't hold hands but if you're through bl- the whole process. If, if you're you know? blonde about 5'10", he will definitely hold your hand. Yeah. Through the entire process. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? You can't hold our hands. Yeah. So, like, depending on what you... So, there is no actual definition of what a mass shooting is. Because different organizations, both government and non... We'll say it's two plus, three plus, four plus, single or multiple shooter. It's weird that Australia used to count it as a four plus up until 1996, and then they upped it. To six. Really? Yeah. It's interesting. Weird. Right when their mass shooting numbers went way down. Yeah. It got jumped by two. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. gun bans and all that probably helped. No. Yeah. Uh, they changed the numbers. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well... From all of those, from the study I, I had posted, um, so I can't tell you what it is right now because I don't have that kind of memory, but I can post the link in the somewhere on the web page, in the comments, whatever. Um, out of the last 27 mass shooters, of the seven uh, young adults, only one of them was raised by their biological um, father. father. Only one of them. And this comes from an, uh, this was on Fox, citing another article on The Federalist. And basically this, this person, and what this guy said, and this is why I can't hold hands, is not every fatherless person, not everybody being raised without a father is going to be a mass shooter. And not everybody with a father isn't going to be a mass shooter. But it's a statistic that's important to keep in mind. And this goes back to the whole being nice thing is why can't we take the breakdown in the family seriously and that having a father is important? Because somebody was saying, no, there's no breakdown. You tell me there's, of course, there's a breakdown in families in this country. Just real quick, I got to interrupt. But um, our, our our editor in chief just joined us on. Okay. Yeah. So, hey, Taylor. Hi Taylor. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Thanks for watching your show. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. But yeah, there there is some whatever minuscule level of correlation there. And when you expand that to gang violence, the problem exacerbates itself. Yeah. Where criminals and, and, and gang members mostly fatherless. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's not a silly statistic to break up. I'm sorry, to bring up. And there's definitely a breakdown in the family unit in this country. Uh, in some races more than others, like African-American families, more often than not, have a breakdown in their family. And I think I talked about this maybe two episodes ago. Uh, there's that black professor that talks about this. Yeah. Uh, how, how one of the things that African-Americans need to do as, as a community is to, is to fix this single motherhood household issue. Um, Oh God, who was it? I don't remember who put it out, but they said the easiest way for uh, the easiest way for 
a family or for somebody to succeed for a family to succeed is for or for somebody to succeed is to wait until you're married to have to have kids yeah yeah those are that's the only one of the three i remember crap like i remember uh julie baraski talked yeah yeah wait till you're married to have kids and i think it's there was two more something had to do with a degree of some like getting a degree uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but, but I wish we'd be able to. Yeah, share we, it. yeah. I wish I could remember. I man, I apologize to anybody watching or listening because I wish I could remember this. Because I mean, it's true. Yeah, it's 100 percent true. Like if you do these three things, you'll be you, successful in life. You'll be successful. Like you won't be poor. Yeah, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. But I mean, I think that also goes the same for what you were just saying. Finish mm-hmm. high school. Caleb, thank you. <laughs> Finish high school, wait until you're married to have kids and something else. But um yeah, you like you will be more successful if you follow these just these three simple steps. Yes, yeah. Three simple steps. Yeah. And um yeah, it's like but the same thing can be said about having kids that won't become criminals because they will see the success that you're having. Yeah, exactly. And you know, some of the other statistics, even going back to this whole looking beyond mass shootings, no matter how you want to. And mass shootings also, again, sometimes leave out gang violence. Um, gang violence, yeah, gang violence. Is usually left out of mass shooting statistics. Of, right. But, you know, that's that's the thing. R- completely random mass shootings are very rare. Um, mass shootings are a small fraction of the total, the totality of firearm violence and even a small fraction of all violence together in general, no matter whether a firearm is involved or not. Um, I wish I could remember. I wrote the statistics on 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 my my status. I'm just going to point this out, though, for those of you who don't watch us and you listen. You have a computer right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. True. But um. Oh, uh, ninety-eight percent of mass shootings happen. Again, depending on what how you this this is the problem is it depends on how you define a mass shooting in a gun free zone. Yep. If not, the, if not ninety eight percent, the smallest number I've seen was seventy percent. Yeah, I, I've I've seen between eighty and ninety eight. Like I know of. Okay, so I don't know if the um, which goes beyond schools, by the way. Right. I don't know. I'm pretty certain that the school, uh, the school, the, the church in outside of San Antonio. I don't think that was a gun free zone. Yeah. Not all of them. Right, right. Yeah. But, okay, so there was that one, and then there was the one at the restaurant that I don't remember the name of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, where I Australia? Think, no, it was here. But uh, I don't remember the name of the restaurant. Um, what's his name? Change my, change my Mind? Change My Mind? Yeah. I'm pro-gun, change my mind. What's his name? Steven Crowder. Thank you. Steven Crowder. Uh, he was talking about it, and he was like, it's not a gun-free zone, but it's a lack of good food zone. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, I think those are the only two, ma- you know, quote-unquote mass shootings that happened at not gun-free zones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then th- there's more, you know, um, the, the the choice of mass shooters is not an AR, and it's actually not rifles. It's handguns. It's handguns. Virginia Tech. Yeah, it's handguns. Uh, and oh, the other one is from the 
the two, I think the number is 292 weapons used in mass shootings. Half of them were obtained legally. Uh, and then 76 were unknown and the rest were illegal. So again, not all of them are obtained legally. Right. You know, and then again, oh, expand. Let's look beyond mass shootings to shootings, whether it's uh theft grand theft auto you know armed robberies uh all of that you know crimes of passion why are we ignoring that like why what's so special about mass shootings other than the fact that a large number of people died in one instance right nothing so these people act like no matter okay so no matter what no matter which way you look at it it's all lives lost and any time a life is lost it's tragic yeah yeah and then you look even more. Trucks using used to right. kill people. Trucks, bombs, vans, knives, hands, knives, hands like choking somebody. Right. Bats. There's a multitude of wh- things you can do to kill somebody that happen every needles. Can't even tell you how many times I've seen somebody thrown off a building. Yeah. In a movie. Not yeah. in real life. So the problem is not firearms. The problem is. Figuring out how to fix this violence that's inherent to humanity through our evolution. We've always had it. We need to fix that. Yes. Tool ain't going to do anything. Take away the tool, stab somebody. Take away the stabby, they'll fucking punch somebody to death. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, lots of interesting statistics to look out there for. And a, a, a quote-unquote assault weapons ban or a raising of the age is not going to do anything if somebody... And especially, especially if you're going to, like, if you're going to raise the age, okay, whatever. But if people under that age already own that gun and you're going to come and try to take those guns from them, awful, awful, yeah. awful fucking idea. And, and something else that Skylar just told me, I don't remember this situation, a guy stabbed three people in order to get a gun to shoot people. If you're willing to stab somebody to get a gun to shoot people, you're already a problem whether you have a gun or not. Mm-hmm. Why are people ignoring that? And they will never give you a proper answer. No. There's, they'll never give you a proper answer. When was the they'll just talk day? about, oh, well, <laughs> you people are just mad that uh, uh, we're trying to take you know, your toys away. Right. As if like that's going to fucking offend me that you're calling weapons a toy. Don't care. Yeah, like, no, uh, I don't think so. Oh, the other thing, like, because I had seen this multiple times, especially from David Hogg, that moron. People think that, like, the Second Amendment existed before the NRA. People don't seem to know that for some reason. Yeah, which is weird. That's been around forever. Well, let's not say forever. Well, yeah, but the, 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 the Second Amendment exists with or without the NRA. And people, these people, and like, I don't want to give them, actually, I want to give them more ammunition. By the way, there's the Gun Owners of America, the National Association of Gun Rights, and a shit ton of state Second Amendment advocacy groups uh, in all the states. So, Did you see that David Hogg hasn't been accepted to college? No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's on his Twitter. Just got rejected from another college. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, the, C- the CNN. When you're being a, of... when you mean, I mean, he's being a minister. child, and he's honestly being an asshole the way he talks. Oh yeah, you know there's a he's the CNN minister of misinformation, mm-hmm. and uh, you know wearing his armband. Somebody said 
uh, uh, David yesterday showed us a video where he was saying, what if our politicians weren't the bitches of the NRA? Yeah. Wow. That, that Pretentious kid, as fuck. That kid is so obnoxious. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Can't wait for him to be 18. <laughs> Anyways, we're anyway, out of time. Yeah, we are out of time. Um, okay, first, the song. Okay, for the, anybody who started watching our show from the beginning, uh, that was backwards, by the way, mm-hmm. playing that. Let's B-A-C-K-W-O-R-D-Z. Yes. Uh, good friends of ours from Texas. Uh, their album's great if you like metal music. Actually, I don't even like metal music. And I love Are you album. trying to close out with that song? I'm gonna, yeah, I was going to say, let's close out with that song. Well, so, let's finish doing... Right, we'll do our thing. But uh, I was going to say, let's close out with that song so the people who listen to us on, uh, on their phone devices, uh-huh. uh, they can hear it yeah because it's, it's pretty good it's yeah the metal version of bye 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 sang by a black guy and he sounds white yeah and i would <laughs> he yeah. laughed i tagged him i was like you did good on sounding like a white guy yeah <laughs> i uh man like throughout that entire thing like that song was just stuck in my head i just kept going bah, bah, bah. i mean even it's a catchy song even it the original is a catchy song also i need you to do a guttural growl or something Oh, that's right. Yeah. Otherwise, we have Fuck, a one I star I didn't practice. I, well, I don't care. You're, yeah. You're, an asshole friend of mine gave us a one star until I do a guttural death growl for death metal. Right. And I don't know how to yeah, do that. Yeah. So I need you to, well, you better figure that out because <laughs> we have a one star review because that's. <laughs> okay. Let me. It's not easy. It's not easy to do it without any, like, music. So I'm gonna have to play something. <laughs> play, play. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> play, play, play our normal, play our normal closing out music. No, no, not good no. Enough. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I can't, man. <laughs> it's not easy, man. Guttural is not. <clears throat> okay, that's my attempt, but guttural is not easy because yeah. I tried learning it um, l- last year. Because I was like, I kind of want to do guttural stuff because some people are pretty good at it. And the the, leads, the old lead singer, which is now the current lead singer of Kill Switch Engage, had to take a t- had to take time off because he... Having a full-time job, finish high school, wait till marriage to have a kid. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Caleb. Yep. Yeah. Y'all for the assist. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does his gut- guttural with the throat, but it's called guttural. Yeah. So it actually is supposed to come from the gut, but I don't know how to, it actually, it, it, it takes practice to do guttural. Not good at it. There's my attempt. Give me my five stars. Right. We want our five stars. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, we did not, we like barely touched on any topics today. That's fine. But no, I mean, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Zena uh, Haspel, Bachelors for the CIA, Rand Paul's awesome and something else on there. Uh yeah, something about we can choose to pick drugs. Oh, the right to try drugs that the GOP and you can tell you were worked in the medical field because good god, why your handwriting is shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, look up those topics about the CIA and Rand Paul uh, standing against that nomination and the GOP's right to try bill that Trump really wants that surprisingly the DNC is trying to block. Yeah. Anyways, we and, are finished. Um, McCabe got fired. Yes, he got fired. Anyway, yeah, so thank you all so much for watching and listening. And remember, you can find us at muddiedwatersfreedom.com. 
You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom. You can follow us on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom or on Twitter at muddied underscore waters. Everybody send us a message thing, uh, welcoming our brand new editor in chief and regular contributor to the show, Taylor Anderson. Hopefully she'll be on next weekend. That's what we're hoping. Yeah. But you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so once again, Taylor, thank you so much. We are glad that you are a member of the Muddied Waters of Freedom, and I can't wait to have you try Kava if you haven't <laughs> tried it yet. Yep. That's going to be a really fun experience. If we can get that done live on the show with you here, <laughs> even better. Yeah. Because <laughs> your face is going <laughs> to be amazing when you try that the first time. <laughs> anyway. Thank you all so much for uh, watching. Thank you for listening. Please like, please share, please tell your friends. And yeah, we will see you all next week. Mm -hmm. And remember where we're going. We don't need roads. This is why you cue the music <laughs> beforehand. Shouldn't do that. What? I already started it. So your thing is going Oops.
Taxation is stiff.